0: Hey guys, welcome to the Colorado A List podcast. We're building a thriving business community based on generous leadership and authentic connections. I'm your host, Matt Brower, and today's episode is brought to you by Get Around. Get Around is a community focused car sharing platform where people can rent cars in their neighborhood by the hour or by the day. Whether you're running errands, traveling, or heading into the mountains, Get Around can help you get there. They've also worked out a great deal for us listeners of this podcast. Visit Get.co forward slash Colorado A-List to get $50 off your first ride. It's go time. Hey guys, our guests today are Colorado Colorado entrepreneurs uh, that are being disruptive in a specific part of the law industry. Uh, First, we have Eric Vogt. He's a lawyer by trade. He discovered an opportunity to build a tech platform for law firms to connect with qualified process servers when legal documents need to be delivered. In addition to co-founding his company, Proof, he runs a law firm. He serves on the board of Heritage Camps for Adoptive Families and is a husband and father of his son uh, who's 15 years old and a daughter who's 12 years old. Joining him is his co-founder and director of customer experience at Proof, Stefan Ramsbot. Stefan is a founder of multiple tech startups here in Colorado, and he's been a friend of mine for several, several years. He's also a father of two girls, ages 10 and 7. You guys, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks very much for having us. Um, I've listened to some of your podcasts, and it's quite an honor uh, to be on with you today.
0: I appreciate you guys taking the time. So I would love to jump in with understanding, um, you know, you've been, how long have you been A, a lawyer?
1: I'm going on 20 years now.
0: Okay. So you've been a lawyer for 20 years, and two, three years ago you discovered, hey, there's this opportunity in part of the process that I can build technology around, just make better for the experience of everyone involved. At what point, can you tell us a little bit about um, how you came to that conclusion, how you discovered that, how the idea came to be?
1: Absolutely. So uh, I say this to folks when I talk about proof. Um, I'm a little embarrassed it took me this long to come up with this idea. Um, I've been a litigator, which is trial attorney, for uh, 20 years. And every lawsuit, every defendant has to be served with documents. And to be served with documents, you have to be handed those documents. Mm. Whether it's a witness or a defendant, believe it or not, there's 20 million lawsuits filed a year in the United States. This is a $4 billion sort of secret uh, weird industry so i've been doing that type of work for a long time and have heard the complaints from my paralegals and legal assistants and the, about the way the service of process industry works how there's no uh, adoption of technology we're still faxing documents writing checks all the things you you know calling call centers all the things that folks don't want to do anymore. So. Heard all those complaints throughout the years. And really what triggered it um, for me is I started to hang around with some entrepreneurs. A mm. um, friend of mine, Matt Jaffe, and Stefan Ramspot here uh, with us uh, today through, the, um, through EO. And just listening to those guys and gals talk, I think, um, helped me think out of the box.
0: Yeah, kind of got inspired. Right.
1: I took my experience. With the inspiration of these uh, uh, now, I'm proud to say, fellow entrepreneurs.
0: That's great. And for those that don't know, EO stands for Entrepreneurs Organization, global organization that um, you know helps entrepreneurs from all industries kind of come together and um, champion each other on whatever they're up to. Right. Uh, I've been involved in that for several years. Big fan of the organization. So
1: yeah, great, great folks. Uh,
0: part of EO. So yeah, that's cool. And uh, Stefan, do you want to talk a little bit about um, what you and Matt have, have kind of done in the past?
2: Sure. So, my background is primarily on the, the tech side of the entrepreneurial space. And uh, my business partner, 303 Software, Matt Jaffe, and I um, founded that company in 2006. We launched a product business in the healthcare space in 2012 called My Rounding uh, with a couple of partners in the healthcare industry, and that was acquired by Huron Consulting in 2016. Right around that time, Eric came to us with the idea for Proof, and uh, we were in a in a prime spot to take on a new challenge, and this one was one that seemed super exciting, just, uh, you know, totally non-sexy industry that was ripe yeah. for disruption that nobody was really tackling. Right. Um, and so we, we did a lot of research. We brought in a, another great um, um, a guy that we'd worked with in the past, uh, Mark Kriloff, who is the CEO of Proof and um, really founded the company with the four of us and, and kicked it off a little over a year and a half ago.
0: Nice. So in a year and a half, uh, actually, before I say that, I just want to make a comment about something you said, a non-sexy industry. <laughs> it, it's really interesting how you know FinTech started happening several years back Uh, a lot of uh technology has been interjected into the oil and gas and energy industries at this point uh i don't know if you're i've never heard the term law tech but it's probably a good it exists yeah (laughs) so it's probably a good description of kind of what you guys are doing prop tech is the new uh so i mean commercial real estate uh that's another industry that's you know not sexy but there absolutely needs to be more technology uh built into the whole process and uh so Kudos to you guys for taking something on like this. And it's one of these ideas where somebody goes, how is, how is there not a technology built for that yet? Uh, it's those types of things that are going to be wildly successful. And I, my understanding is that in a year and a half, you guys are already... Um, not just revenue producing, but actually like knocking it out of the park. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. First, your first point. Um, I talk to a lot of lawyers, lawyers and paralegals now, and they all say, "Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I didn't think about this uh, first. I'm, you know, I get a <laughs> right. lot of envious uh, reactions. So um, our trajectory has been uh, not without challenges, of course. You know, starting something from scratch and 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 questioning. Every bit about the way it's done today by the incumbents mm-hmm. is a difficult uh, thing to do. So I don't want to give the impression that this is easy. Um, but we did our pilot last summer, so with three law firms, including uh, my law firm and my paralegal. And I remember we had a meeting in my <laughs> uh, office, and and uh, my co-founders were like, "Okay, well, how's it going?" And I was like, "Well, let's hear from my paralegal." And Brought her up to uh, the conference room on the on the third floor, and and she goes, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Right, she's like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. You really just don't have the customer experience you need. We kind of went back to the drawing board, relaunched in August of uh, of of last year. Really got it right. Still making changes, and by the end of 2019. We expect to be on a million-dollar top-line run rate as a company. So we've got that market traction. The challenges now are really building the business, creating the team behind that, and expanding um, uh, further and further outside of Colorado.
0: Wow. So, And how many... Law firms, uh, does that equate to which markets are your major markets?
1: So we obviously started here in Colorado. Um, I think uh, today we have over 400 law firms that uh, use us, and, and the Colorado Attorney General's Office uh, uses us, which is a real feather in our, our caps mm-hmm. because they trust us um, for the delivery of their, uh, of their legal documents. Um, we still do the majority of our serves in Colorado, but we, have a, uh, we are strong in places like Texas, Arizona, um, Tennessee, Arkansas, where I'm from, Kansas. Yeah. Um, and have uh, started make, making some tremendous inroads in states like uh, California and Florida. So we'll, we have servers on that side of the two-sided market everywhere in the United States. Nice. Um, and we have law fir- firms everywhere in the United States. But those are really... Um, our strongest markets to date but it I think we have 80 law firms sign up approximately a a month most of them sort of organically they just hear about us or see us on on our website so google ads so um, it's been um, a great trajectory at least in the last you know three or four months
0: that's great and you you just touched on a little bit my next question actually is going to be what do you attribute that success to is it your marketing strategy is it that uh, obviously this technology does not exist. So it's, uh, words getting around. Um, talk a little bit about the growth and how that has so, occurred.
1: Um, you know, we were always a little concerned about, Hey, you know, I'm a lawyer that's known in, in Denver. Is it, you know, are people trying us because, you know, I've called my contacts and said, try us. And we found that that's not true. And I think the real reason it's not our marketing strategy, it's, it's the technology and the value add that that provides to these law firms and especially to the folks that order um, uh, service of or process um, and uh, for a paralegal um, who has a lawsuit that has to be delivered to say to a half a dozen folks mm. they're uh, across the country, to be their companies, government agencies, or individuals, she has to find a service of process. Company in each of one of those geographic locations. She has to fax, call, fax, negotiate the deal. How much is it going to cost uh, to to each of those folks? Then she, if she wants a update on where it is, she has to call each of those folks, wow. who then call the server, who's actually delivering the documents, who then call the gatekeeper, and Jeez. calls back to the law firm. Then. The paralegal alerts the the lawyer in charge yeah. of where each of those are. It's a tremendous waste of time. Even it's though, as clunky as it gets. It's like, clunky. It's, it's 1999. Crazy. Even the the leaders in the industry, you know, the regional players, you have to call up a um, a call center, and you get what's universally um, hated. Uh, the you know the message that your wait time is twelve and a half oh, minutes, yeah. And then they get on the phone in 12 and a half minutes, and they're nice as can be, and then they tell you, "Well, I'll have to call the server, yeah, um, or our affiliate, and then we'll get back to and then we'll get back to you." Right. And so what our technology does is make all that transparent. Our, our the the, well, our theory of business is why not have the server and the paralegal connected with some great transparent technology so all this paralegal has to do is upload her documents technology reads those documents it pulls out the defendant's name the paralegal adds the the addresses for each of those defendants she hits a button and the technology finds the servers via their mobile phones the mobile app that we built um, in all the locations that are closest to those um, uh, defendants the documents then are printed at FedEx our partners Uh, they can geolocate the nearest FedEx on on their on their app and then the law firm the paralegal on her web app can um track those the, each move the server makes so track each attempt with you locate some photographs send a chat message to the server directly get an update that way or just open up each job and see exactly what's happening with uh that deliver those delivery of uh, uh of legal documents
0: wow so it's it's almost like uh the paralegal can see exactly where the server yeah. is is at during the process. Absolutely. So the issue that uh, we were just talking about before uh, we started of, uh, you know, the server not delivering the document, uh, but then saying that it was, that right. goes away because, hey, I have now proof can, on my phone right she here. Now
1: can see that that he or she, the server, has yeah. been at the location, can see the photographs that's been taken wow. and can read exactly what happened at that at that attempted serve. Mm-hmm. So it eliminates for the judge and for the law firm a lot of the doubt about whether these very important legal documents got into the hands of the defendant or the witness that's now being summoned to come to court. Right. It's you know, I I used to this is a little funny aside, I you know I'm a lawyer. I care deeply about the law. And I used to tell people, oh, what, what's the side hustle you got? And I used to talk about Alexander Hamilton, who is one of our founding fathers who wrote you know, the Constitution that requires due process of law. Mm-hmm. This is due process of law. I used to talk about that all the time at cocktail parties or in my <laughs> discussions with paralegals. And, and people's eyes would just glass over. So, <laughs> um, so now... When I talk about service of process and introduce uh, my side hustle, which is now dominating my my professional life, I say I ask them, "Do you know the one?" You know, I could try to inject some pop culture. The one movie where, um, and I'm going to ask both of you guys this right now, <laughs> uh, the one movie where the protagonist, the hero, it's a comedy, where his vocation, at least for the first 15 minutes of the of the movie. Was Process Server? Does anybody know?
0: Process Server. What era are we talking about? Yeah, maybe this movie. 90s. Was made.
1: No, <laughs> uh, maybe eight years ago. Seth Rogen is the is the protagonist. Oh, really? Yes. Um, That's not
2: Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt. No, is the uh, one where he had a the
1: movie process name has a fruit scene. in it: pineapple.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pineapple Express. That's it. You remember <laughs> the beginning of Pineapple Express, right? Where? Yeah he's he's That's right he's
1: uh, driving around in his big old cadillac and he's got a uh, he's got a trunk full of disguises because he's got to get these le- get close enough to people to get these legal documents to be served just be served yeah. and so he's posing as the pizza guy or the the doctor to get close to the doctor to right. to hand these these documents so now i talk about pineapple express and everybody's like oh yeah that's right set the rogan great movie again yeah. Yeah, so they get it <laughs> alexander hamilton even though he's got this you know broadway play people are not interested in that part <laughs> right
0: <laughs> that's funny so
2: and, and from my perspective coming in you know i've been out of the day-to-day um aspects of the business for the majority of the last year Um, and have just recently come back in to run the customer experience side of the house as the business now is really scaling. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I see a lot what what Eric and and Mark and and our um, chief marketing officer, Allison, um, have been living in for the past year. It's kind of that slow grow. Like when you see your kids every day, you don't really notice how big they get. All of a sudden, they're, you know, a year later and they're a foot taller. And proof from the outside looking in has just matured so much over the past year. And I can see that now jumping into it. So it's a really exciting time to be in the business and to be focusing on the growth and scale side of it. So what Eric alluded to, you know, our equivalent of a pizza tracker for um, paralegals to follow along as the serve gets done. That's really been the highlight of why. Our service is leaps and bounds above the traditional act of process serving. Um, You don't have to hop on the phone anymore to call and check in. Everything is right there on the platform. You can log into one web app that's mobile friendly. You can see it on your phone. You can see it on your your desktop at any point during the day. So when you have a case coming up that you know you have to get this notarized document in front of a judge in a day, you know that it's gonna get done. And we have a um, over 90% success rate over time of serving, which is also um, outstanding in the industry, and something oh, wow. that we work on every day to make sure that we're maintaining. Um, and now my role, um, which again I feel very lucky to be jumping in at this point, is is to make sure that we're keeping those customers happy, to make sure that the technology is keeping up with the demand. And um, you know, Eric touched on uh, the point earlier where his paralegal um, got really direct honest. about no. and <laughs> honest. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say um, uh, this is it. Trying to keep this mostly PC here, but um, <laughs> just really was was vocal about all the things that were going wrong with the platform early days in our pilot program, which is, you know, a great testament to why you should be piloting technology when, from an entrepreneurial perspective, you know, anybody building an app, anybody building a business, it's just such an important part of the step. But now, you know, a year in, we've really honed in on a lot of that user experience, and we now know that. The app is delivering. The system is delivering on what the paralegals are asking for. So now we're tweaking, and honing, and building efficiencies in. And it's yeah. really the, the fun part of the scale and focusing on the new industries and the new
0: markets. Are you guys um, discussing at all, like five years from now, three years from now, even any other any other things that you're gonna like add-ons or what else you're gonna get into in this in this industry?
1: Yeah. You know We've got a lot to, lot to do with proof, a lot of improvements. One thing that we are investigating now with proof is, you know, the use of uh, audio or video. Right now the judge has the ability to click on the geolocate to verify that the serve's been done, but we don't know who's answered the door mm. at the house. or And so we're looking to have now, uh, you know, in one of our new iterations, a link that the judge can click on, the law firm can click on that, is an audio or a video recording of that transaction. So we're continuing wow. to try to um, improve. Provide more proof. The proof. proof. <laughs> Thank <Right>. you. <laughs> you beat me to it. But so, um, you know, as I think about uh, my journey as a, as a lawyer and, and all the things that we can do better as law firms, one of the biggest challenges we have is um, uh, we've priced ourselves out of you know, 85% of the legal market. 85, the studies are 85% of the folks that want uh, to engage a lawyer, believe or cannot afford a lawyer. And it's, and it's a real problem, access to justice in, in the courthouse. And so um, my hope is that we'll continue to adopt technology as law firms and as lawyers. And one of the things that I think is vital in our marketplace our app is sort of it's doing it on a small scale it's making Mm -hmm. things more efficient uh, so you have less staff time and you can charge less to your clients one of the things that I really hope we get into in the future is developing an app where um, uh, do-it-yourself folks that have um, uh, courthouse matters can get a lawyer without having to go visit that lawyer without having to go through all the admin hassles, something like where you can get hooked up via a mobile app. You can do that with doctors now. Yeah, telemedicine. we are not doing that with with lawyers? So as you're moving through the litigation process, you can have sort of this a la carte conversation or meeting with a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And if we have technology that takes care of all the administrative part of that, um, then that could be more affordable to, for, to these folks. So, one of the things that I want to investigate further with Proof is uh, a, is a, a, some technology that allows yeah. um, that that um, provision of legal services at a more affordable rate.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's another example of how does that not exist yet. I mean, yeah, as yeah. fast as we're moving in other industries uh yeah it just seems lawyers like lawyers
1: in courts are resistant things yeah. go very slow uh in law firms it's another great thing about proof we found the way in yeah to law firms uh through the through the paralegals they are buying our services every day at an accelerating rate that's something that makes our company valuable as well because we have and will continue to gain more and more customers so,
2: right. and great. one segue there, I would say that Eric did have, you know, some early vision on um, what I would say the democratization of, of legal services. Um, we do also allow what are called pro se serves through our platform. So that's any individual, as an, as an individual person, you don't have to have a law degree, can serve somebody. This is, you know, a relevant case would be an eviction notice for um, kicking somebody out of your apartment um, that hasn't paid your rent for a while. Um, there are a number of other instances as well but as an individual i can go to the proof platform sign up and upload legal documents that need to be served to somebody and get that served done as well without
0: going through a law firm oh really mm-hmm. so any anyone looking uh, needing any sort of legal document that's like uh what's that company called that um not LegalZoom. legal zoom yeah legal zoom is a is a resource for mm-hmm. average joe like me to go and find a document because I'm looking to create an LLC or I'm looking to, you know, whatever the case. So that that's also a portion of or a part of kind of what your platform yeah. does.
1: Uh, absolutely. You go to our website and wow. uh, it's a D- DIY um, uh, tab there and uh, um, you can sign up and, and do your pro se serves uh, that way.
0: That's huge. Wow. That's mm-hmm. very cool.
1: Yeah. And it's a huge market, right? Because they're not repeat customers. So they're traditional uh, serve as a process um, company isn't targeting those folks. So right. we found because our technology is easy to use and efficient, and there's not a lot of hands on there. It's less of an investment for proof mm-hmm. to serve these folks. Um, uh, you know, it's this market um, that is really untapped out there. The the and it's only growing because lawyers are expensive. So a lot more people are moving through the court system on a DIY
0: basis? The analogy I can think of is, you know, doctors, I have, I know that I have a cold. All I need is antibiotics. Um, Being able to connect with telemedicine with a doctor instead of having to go sit in the weight room and, you know, do all the insurance documents and all that stuff just to get the prescription I know I already need. Um, You know, it's kind of like the, uh, I know that my tenant's not paying, it's time to evict because I've Googled and I figured out how long of a time I have to wait for that. I just need the document. It's a great idea.
1: Right, and why is, it, why is it such a process to get some legal advice? Right. We ought to be able to find a way through technology um, and maybe uh, thinking differently about the way we provide legal advice to get that legal advice uh, to folks that need it in a much more affordable way. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. It's just a, a matter of time.
0: Have you guys come across any um any hurdles with the law firms anything that they're pushing back on because the industry has a hard time adopting technology anything like that yeah absolutely i think the
1: the um uh, what we hear most from lawyers paralegals love this because it makes their job easier it's something that they can check off and they don't ha- they they can um, easily uh, find the status of just right on their uh, on their uh, web app, um, but lawyers will say well i 've got a guy you know yeah. and I trust that guy how do you uh, How do you vet your your folks and and so everybody that signs up as a server uh, for proof, background checked, two years of experience, if they need a license in that state, they have that license, they have insurance, if they need a bond in that state where they're serving uh, they have all that. But what the key is to quality service of process is the transparency. Right. Right? I mean, they see every move, so there's no fake in it. Right. <laughs> there's no fake in it. And then at the end of the day, the servers get reviewed by the paralegal or the law firm and the pro se client. They get one to five stars. It's the, it's, the, it's the Uber analogy. My parents were like, are you crazy? I'm never going to get in, in somebody's uh, car, some random Uber driver's car. That's why I hear from these older lawyers. Well, you know, I've got my guy. I don't trust your guys. Yeah. But if you, because we've eliminated that gatekeeper, that middleman, the server and put the server directly together with the law firm, the server gets the lion's share of every dollar that the law firm pays. Because they, and that's the financial motivation to stay on the platform. Yep. And they stay on the platform by getting good reviews. So it's all transparent. And review based it's very much like uber in that regard
0: okay yeah absolutely and a,
2: a fun example of um, the the process or the the technology kind of helping this transparency you know we've we've caught uh, process servers saying that they were serving somebody but our app is tracking their location so we know that they're sitting on the side of the highway on I-25 instead of being at the residence where they're supposed to be. Mm. So we do a lot of vetting of the drivers that are serving papers for proof to ensure that that quality can be maintained because ultimately our name is on it. Yeah. Um, and then the goal, you know, if a law firm, the objection that we commonly hear is we've got somebody that's serving for us, they've been doing it for 20 years. Our goal eventually is to um, negate that that objection by having those process servers on our platform as well, because it really, it's a win-win for everybody yep. to be using proof to serve, um, to serve papers.
0: Yeah. So how does it, um, what are the qualifications to be a server? It sounds like you are not only, uh, you know, always looking to build the client side, the law firm side, uh, how about the server qualified server side? Are you guys helping that community, uh, become qualified? What does that look like? Build that side of it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're always uh, recruiting uh, new servers in, in places where we need them. I think we have over 100 throughout Colorado in every nook and cranny, 250 in Texas. So it is a big part of uh, of what we do. Um, you know, I think the transparency helps with some of that uh, the, that quality, so we're helping them there. You know, servers are difficult to please, but if you look at our reviews out on uh, on the on the internet, they like us because we've said, "Hey, you can talk directly to the law firm we trust you we're going to pay you more you're going to keep more of the serve dollars because of that and I think that's all driving up um, the quality um, of the servers that we get and the quality of each uh, of each serve um, right. so and it's kind of crazy. In a state like Colorado, you have to be 18 uh, to serve papers. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a license. You don't have to any, have any training. And the only other um, qualification is you cannot be a party to the lawsuit. Okay. So that's it. So yeah, anybody Seems can pretty do simple. it. But, you have yeah, anybody can sign up and do it. We require two years of experience, again, and a background check, and, and that you get good reviews on our, on our website. Um, but it takes... A little bit of a detective It takes a little bit of a uh, somebody that has it has the proper motivation to get the job done and our servers have uh have shown over and over again that they that they can step up to the plate like that
0: yeah uh, one, one of the things i love about uber is that uber provides an opportunity for people to earn a living that might maybe are new in town and they can't find a job or maybe they want to make their own schedule and work when they want and Or maybe they're just looking to make a little extra money on top of their current job. I think that's a really cool aspect about Uber. You guys are doing the same thing uh, for uh, the same purpose. I mean,
1: right? These these guys are gig economy workers. Uh, Some of them are full time servers. Yeah, I mean that's all they do Uh, every day. There's a lot of private investigators. They have that side job where they do PI work for. Um, law firms, and also serve for, serve for proof. And then we have some folks, um, you know, uh, we've got a grandmother that's serving in Colorado, and she does it, you know, not as often. She doesn't pick up as many jobs that are offered to her by the technology. Right. But she does a heck of a job uh, when she does take those jobs. So that, you know, it is very much a gig economy thing for
0: a lot of people. That's great. That's great. Well, just so... Um uh, whether you're a law firm, uh, and I think a lot of uh, lawyers actually listen to this podcast, whether you're a law firm or you are somebody that's looking to make, earn some extra income and maybe get into the service business, how can, uh, how can folks reach you guys?
2: Yeah, so the quickest way to find us is to go to our website, and that's www.proofserve.com, so P-R-O-O-F-S-E-R-V-E.com. You can get all the information you need there. We have an app in the iOS and Android app stores. So the iOS app store and the Google Play store, um, you can download that as a server and sign up directly through the app, upload documents, and contact us through that to be qualified to serve for proof. Um, And you can also reach out to me directly at stefan at proofserve.com. That's S-T-E-F-A-N at proofserve.com. I basically am in charge of making sure that uh, all of our customers are happy and, and engaged and continuing to use the platform. So nice. um, we also have a, an incentive for your listeners as well. If anybody is interested in trying out the platform, we'll give them a free serve, um, the equivalent of a standard serve that's uh, valued at $75, and they just need to enter Colorado A-List as the... Um, free serve code when they sign up, and it's just Colorado A List, all one word.
0: Awesome. And uh, you can that. try out the service. Yeah, That's absolutely. Great. And not only uh, just a reminder too. Not only uh, I might not have a need to serve, but maybe I have a need to uh, pull that legal document that. Um, I know I need to evict somebody or something like that that's:
2: Well the, the, we don't have the legal documents on the platform okay, but just gotcha. the act of serving through the platform So the legal document We can certainly help um, you know if anybody has any specific questions uh, that are, they're already on the platform yeah but typically they will have that document ahead of time they'll know that they need to serve and then they'll
0: use proof to actually serve to actually that, yeah. initiate yep, that service. That's the last thing I want is to have to go knock on the door of my right. tenant that I'm going to kick out. And, yeah. Nobody wants to do that. That's great. Well, appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, let's uh, transition into the kind of the, the uh, rapid-fire section of this. I don't know if you've heard a couple of uh, the episodes so far, uh, I like to ask uh, questions just to get to know you guys more on a personal level uh, or the listeners, too. So um, for both of you guys, uh, what's your book that you're reading right now or, or listening to if you're an Audible
1: you know, as a lawyer, I read and write a lot, so I'm not a, um, a heavy book reader. Um, I'd say that, uh, the, gosh, the book that pops to my mind, and this is not, <laughs> this may be revealing. I love to travel. And so, um, do you know the Lonely Planet series? Oh, yeah. The I have guidebooks.
0: Uh... I have one of their books on my coffee table. Here. Right,
1: right. And it's just the physical presence of that book, the excitement that it uh, it, uh, it brings to mind when you pick it up or you're on a train ride in Europe or Southeast Asia or you're on the plane to, to go somewhere and you've got that Lonely Planet book. You can, of course, get them online now. But yeah. something about that dog-eared book and the
0: excitement that it uh, uh, it provides. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I guess
1: that's what popped in my head. <laughs> yeah, that's great. One of my
0: uh, goals or intentions at some point is to just flip through my book. Each page is a different part of the world. A really cool photo and yes. just flip to a random page and say, okay, that's where I'm going next. <laughs> yes. So. You'll be living then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stefan, how about you?
2: So mine, I've got, I uh, usually have a guilty pleasure read or some sort of fiction read and then, uh, you know, work uh, related book that i Typically listen to on Audible. Um, so right now, the guilty pleasure, I'm rereading the entire Dark Tower series, Stephen King. Oh, so I wow. was an avid Stephen King reader as a kid and yeah. just ate up everything that he put out. Um, and never got through the full series, so I'm reading that now. I'm in book four of eight. It is a behemoth, about 4,000 pages total. Jeez. So that'll be
0: a, a long project. Um, you think they're ever going to turn that one into a multi-series movie? Well,
2: you know, they they just um, launched a movie last year, I believe, or the year before. Idris Elba and uh, Matthew McConaughey. It was good. Oh. what's Kind it? of summarized. This is The Dark Tower. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, to it's worth a watch, for sure. Yeah. And then the uh, the more business or, or non-fiction book that I'm listening to right now is um, Malcolm, Malcolm Gladwell's Talking to Strangers, which is mm, fascinating. Yeah.
0: Really interesting. I've listened to some of his podcasts, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought-provoking. So uh, being tech entrepreneurs, what, uh, what's your favorite technology that you use on a daily or often basis?
1: Um, I remember when the iPod, iPod came out, and it was, I'm a big music fan, and it was extraordinary to have all of those, all that music at your fingertips. So I'm going to say, what I use mostly from technology It's not cutting-edge anymore, but it's the streaming <laughs> services like Spotify through Sonos at, uh, at the house or on my phone. Um, really, uh, that stuff provides me a lot of pleasure. So
2: That's great. Yeah, I would say besides um, Grubhub, which is <laughs> not the fanciest app, but uh, definitely utilitarian and works well, um, probably ways just, you know, I always have ways on in the car, know how to get everywhere in Denver, but with traffic these days, it's great to have it on just to know the quickest way to get somewhere because I'm always you know, probably running about five minutes behind.
0: Absolutely. Um,
2: everywhere I'm trying to be. So that's probably my go-to app in the car.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, how about uh, who's your hero? Uh, first folks that
1: come to my mind are my parents. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're all parents here and parenting is really really difficult and I have such a new respect for them. They seem to have done it with the grace and relaxation um that uh, uh that I'm not uh living right now. So I'd say I'd start with them um and then anybody who's helping the underprivileged in this in this world, the yeah. folks that didn't have all the advantages that I have uh had growing up and and throughout my life. Um so, uh, you know, I don't have a specific one in mind, but mm. uh, the folks that have sacrificed financially uh, to help the folks that need it the most are, you know, those are the day to day heroes.
2: Cool. Yeah, that's interesting. I would think, when I think of hero, I think of who inspires me. And I, I flip that around a little bit and, and say my kids right now, which is kind of an interesting way to think about it. But um, obviously, not from an experience perspective, but just the innocence that they have and the way that they look at the world completely without bias and judgment, um, is, is inspiring to me. And I think gives me, um, hope about, you know, the, the new generation and what's, what's happening in this world. And hopefully that people will finally take some of our larger issues that we have seriously and motivates me to, to
0: be a better person constantly. Yeah, that's great. So it might be the same answer, but my last question is like, what drives you right now? Like building this company and Uh, being a parent and, and, you know, just everything that you're up to in life right now, is there anything that drives you, that vision? All right, I'll I'll keep the mic for a second. Um,
2: I would say kind of two things at this point in my career, you know, I've been doing this for, gosh, almost 25 years now and um, really excited about transitioning at some point in the next 5-10 years into more of a give-back philosophy and went through a Techstars program um, last year and Give First is their mentality and their philosophy, philosophical approach to business, which is, which is something that I've always kind of inherently felt as well that, mm-hmm. you know, you're not really doing the right things if you're not thinking about how, what your, the benefits that you're seeing out of work or personal life, how you can pass that on and pass it along to somebody else that maybe doesn't have the same opportunities that you have. So that's really a goal and objective for me is to transition my career into that phase where I'm doing more giving than taking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been all about building and, and earning and achieving for the past 25 years. And, and I feel like I've uh, accomplished a lot and, um, maybe, you know, certainly still have a long way to go, but, uh, that, that's really what excites me and inspires me at this point is the ability to do that. Um, Focus on the, the family and time with the family as our, my girls are 10 and seven right now and we're highly engaged and you know we we know we're going to lose their attention at some point. Yeah. So just staying focused there as much as we can and having the ability to just be present. That's awesome.
1: You stole my thunder a little bit. With that, but,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, how do you follow that? No. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great.
1: And, and I was going to say something very similar um, uh, to that. I, I look forward... Um, to continued success and the point when you know I can give back a little more Um, and we've spoken a little bit about access to justice and the high cost of uh, providing uh, legal services I hope that that is a real inspiration uh, to me um, is to be part of that movement to get people the the legal advice that they need um, uh, to solve the problems that they have in 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 their lives And, and I hope to uh, direct my focus um, more and more uh, to that. Uh, the other thing that, you know, if I find the time and, and have been uh, continue, uh, continued to be blessed with success is mental health. That's a big thing that's important to me. Um, and, uh, um, and I've had some uh, experience with that in my, in, in my life. And, and so to give back on, in a mental health way because um, uh, it's it's such a problem for uh, our country today, yeah. um, that uh, that you know that's something that you know, I very much be uh, uh, very much like to be a part of.
0: Yeah, that's great, and yeah, the first part of that circling back to your passion for the law, um, kind of giving back to the community through that. So, absolutely, <clears throat> that's great. Well, you guys, thank you so much. This has been an incredible conversation. Very excited to see what's next for you guys in, with Proof. And all the you know future things that that's gonna um, you're gonna be building on top of that, and uh, you know just as a reminder, this podcast the intent of it is to build a thriving business community based in generous leadership and authentic connections. Uh, thank you both for your generous leadership today, and uh, wish you the best. Thank you. Thanks, Matt.